0: Welcome to today's podcast. This is Michael Becchio with Brilliant Perspectives. This episode is from our BTV Conference Highlights series. Here we feature clips from conferences Graham has done live on stages all around the world. In this series, Graham shares key truths that will help you establish your life in the new man and explore the territory given to you as a co heir of the kingdom in Christ. You can watch this entire conference with a subscription to Brilliant TV, which also gives you unlimited access to the entire Brilliant Perspectives video library and ongoing weekly mentoring with Graham in our thriving member community. So check out subscribe.brilliantTV.com to sign up or get more info. That's subscribe.brilliantTV.com. Thanks for tuning in with us. Here's Graham. The ultimate permission in the whole of the earth is contained in Romans 6, 11. And God says, I give you permission to consider yourself to be dead to sin. And now just be alive to me. The ultimate expectation is being alive to who God is. Not depressed because of who you think you're not. We're learning to be alive to Him and alive to all the things that he loves about Christ and Christ in you. Every time hope, the word in the Greek is elpis, C-L-P-I-S, and every time it's mentioned in Scripture, it's in the context of confident expectation leading to anticipate with joy. Here's some key verses, Romans 5.2. We exult in expectation of the glory of God, and expectation does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through us, this holy Spirit who was given to us for that purpose. Romans 15:13, "The God of expectation fill you with all joy and peace in believing. All joy. Do you know, you were designed in Christ to be full of happiness and full of peace and rest. All the negatives got killed off on the cross. Negativity doesn't belong to you anyway. Jesus paid a price for it. It belongs to him. Stop stealing stuff that he paid for. Because he paid for all that so he could give you something else instead. Yeah? Our expectation is all of that's gone. I've got new things coming into my life. Because I have to grow up in Christ. And we've got, most of us, around 70 or 80 years if we get saved when we're one day old. We've got 70 or 80 years to discover all the fullness of Christ To be made in God's image. That's a ton of work. That's a ton of blessing. That's a huge amount of favor. Don't look at me like that. That's a huge amount of favor that you have to experience in order to become like Christ. So honestly, we haven't got time to mess around with the old man. We haven't got time... You know, to unlearn stuff. We haven't got time for all the counseling we think we need. We need a quickening spirit. Fortunately, that's another of Jesus' titles. He's a quickening spirit. We need a divine advantage. There's got to be an advantage to living in Jesus so great, it totally dominates you in terms of freedom. This is expectation. Expectation. You're already free. All you're doing is discovering the extent of that freedom. Your freedom is not in doubt. It is a gift. Holiness is a gift. Righteousness is a gift. Your death in Jesus was a gift. Grace is a gift. Peace is a gift. Love is a gift. How many gifts do you want? Right. All of them. Correct answer. <laughs> one Timothy one one says that Jesus is our expectation. One Colossians 1.27, Christ in you, the expectation of something glorious happening. Ephesians 1.18 talks about your eyes being enlightened so that you will know what is the expectation of his calling. What is the confident expectation leading to joyful anticipation of his calling? See, expectation is not the end result of what we're doing here. Expectation is the process by which you journey. And expectation is is taking you to a place where you learn how to joyfully anticipate God before you need Him. Did I just say that in Polish? I do that occasionally. I get excited and I speak in a foreign tongue I've never learned. (laughs) Expectation leads you to a place of joyful anticipation so that you can learn no matter what you're facing, You can learn to anticipate the presence of God, not just hope you get it circumstantially in the moment. Because you know what God is like. That's the big question, eh? What is God really, 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 really like? And your testimony is important in that regard. My testimony is he's the kindest person I've ever met. He has the sunniest disposition of anybody I've ever known. Is the easiest person to be with because he's so restful. He's so relaxing. He's so astonishingly good. He's good. And his goodness has a nuclear power attached to it. Goodness obliterates all negativity totally, completely, utterly. Biggest job in your life, I think, is to learn to experience and appreciate just how free you really are in Jesus. And for that, You need to stop messing around with negative stuff. That's not you. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's definitely not you. Here's a good scripture. 2 Thessalonians 2.14, or it could be 16. It's in that area. (laughs) May the Lord Jesus Christ himself... And God, our Father, who has loved us and given us eternal comfort and good expectation by grace. Don't you want to kiss the Bible sometimes? (laughs) There are some verses that just like are so thrilling that... You just want to say, Lord, I love what you wrote. And when you wrote that, I know you were thinking about me. I learned that from my wife. Yeah, well, you were thinking about me. Yeah, you're definitely right. <laughs> Philippians 1.20, Paul's talking about, you know, according to my earnest expectation and confident trust, I will not be put to shame in anything. The foundation of every promise is the covenant that God has made with us to do us good. Let me read you something from the Bible, from the Old Testament. Listen to this. This is Jeremiah 31, 32, verse... 30, this is God saying, they shall be my people and I, I will be their God. And I'll give them one heart and one way that they may respect me always for their own good and for the good of their children after them. I will make an everlasting covenant with them that I will not turn away from them to do them good. And I will put the fear of me in their hearts, that means awe and respect, so that they will not turn away from me. I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will faithfully plant them in this land with all my heart and with all my soul.